Welcome to Content Etc, a podcast to help you work through the challenges of marketing your creative small business. I'm your host, journalist and copywriter Michelle Gately from Word by Word Storytelling. I want to help you feel really excited about the content marketing process so you can feel confident in it and know that it's not just something else to cross off your to-do list. I'm all about the gentle and sustainable growth, so if you're after quick hacks and one-size-fits-all templates, then this is not the place for you. My mission is to help you create content marketing that's actually interesting, feels and sounds authentic, not just like a sales robot, and has just a little sprinkle of strategic magic. I want to help you feel really great about your content so that you can show your dream clients why you're their perfect match. Let's get started. Hello, welcome back to Content Etc. Today, I am going to be answering a question submitted by a lovely listener. But before we get into that, I just want to remind you that you can also submit questions. So if you have a look in the notes for this episode on your podcast player, you'll find a link to a Google form where you can submit a question for me to answer in a future episode. So that's what's inspired today's episode all about content planning. And I had a great question about search engine optimization, which has inspired a little bit of a series that I want to do in October. So stay tuned for that. But if you have any questions relating to podcasts, emails, content, marketing in general, then please do submit them. If I can't answer it, I will try to find an expert who can join me to answer your questions. So just a reminder that that form is open and available in the show notes. Right. So let's get into today's question. So today's question comes from the lovely Jennifer Isles, who is a life and wellness coach. She is at Jennifer underscore Isles on Instagram. And Jennifer asked this, what's the best way to plan your content? How far in advance? The reason I ask is I tend to map out a content plan in advance for the month ahead. And then week to week, I get to it sometimes and I've changed my mind or I'm in a different headspace and feel like I'm constantly changing my mind rather than sticking to the plan. Any recommendations would be fab. Thank you. What a question. Now, I wish that I could say that this is going to be full of, you know, practical advice and lots of tips. But the more I sat and looked at this question, the more I realized that answer is perhaps annoyingly more mindset based and I don't pretend to be a great one for knowing a lot about mindset. I'm learning to work on different things with my own thinking and it's an ever-evolving process but this question like I said the more I sat with it the more I started to look at how I wanted to answer it It actually is about more mindset-based things than practical steps. So that is what we're going to sort of talk about today. And I'm going to break it up into a few sections. So the first thing, let's look at the start of the question, which is what's the best way to plan your content? How far in advance? So the annoying answer, (laughs) I want it to be easy for you. I really do. But the annoying answer is The best way to plan your content is the way that works for you. Again, I know this is annoying because you just want an answer, but honestly, 
we all think differently. We all work differently. We all create differently. So there's no one method of planning that is going to be perfect for everyone. And a lot of things that I see on Instagram, things that pop up based on my interests on Instagram offer a perfect solution, the only content planning system you'll ever need, all that sort of stuff. I will never tell you that on this podcast or in any paid sessions I do or anything. There is no magic cure for planning because we all work differently. So we need to experiment and you need to find the planning method that really works for you. So the good thing about that, of course, is that what you've tried in the past, if you feel like it's not working for you, that's okay because you can try something else. And that's something we should look at positively because we can find a system that works for us and we can create something that works for us. So I would say if you're not entirely happy with the planning system that you've got, then try something new. Just give something a go, whether that is a simple strategy on a Google Doc, for example, or pen and paper, or using something like Notion, like Asana. Just experiment with a few things, see what other people are doing, and then tweak it until you find something that works for you. Because as I say, we are all different. We all create in different ways. And what works for one person might not work for you. So in terms of how far in advance to plan your content, my answer is pretty much the same as well. (laughs) Again, sort of annoying because I do want to give you a solution, but it's just not out there. You need to plan as far in advance as feels comfortable for you. And I think too, you have to consider planning in terms of your evergreen general content and your launch content. So This is something that I would probably go into in a little bit more depth in another episode. But what I would say is if it makes it less stressful for you to launch something by planning it well in advance, then do that. However, day to day, just general business content, um, promoting your services more generally, building education around what you do, sharing your values, all that sort of stuff you don't have to plan that months in advance if that's not what works for you. In saying that, there will be other people who love to plan that far in advance and want to stick with it. But this is where I also want to go back to the question because this is where a lot of the mindset stuff comes up for me. So returning to the question, Jennifer says, I tend to map out content in advance for the month ahead, but then week to week, when I get to it, sometimes I've changed my mind or I'm in a different headspace and then I feel like I'm constantly changing my mind rather than sticking to the plan. So I want you, Jennifer, and anyone else who is listening who identifies with this to sit with this and start to interrogate why. So grab a journal or whatever way feels best to interrogate these things for yourself. The first thing I want you to do is try and think about why you want to change your mind so frequently. So Jennifer says, when I get to it, sometimes I feel like I've changed my mind or I'm in a different headspace. Is there a reason that when you get to that content, it doesn't excite you anymore? It doesn't feel good because rather than looking at your planning system, that could be an indicator that actually the topics you're discussing, the things that you're talking about 
aren't the best fit for where you are in your business right now. And I've talked a little bit and I said in last week's episode about content pillars that they will change over time. So maybe the fact that you're feeling this way when you do go to post the content is a bit of a sign or a little bit of an alarm bell that maybe what you are posting about isn't perfect for where you are right now. So could you reevaluate that? However, you might sit down and think about it and think, actually, no, you know, I'm, I'm happy with where I am right now. That is fine as well. It's just sort of asking yourself why you don't want to follow the plan that you've set. And just on that note too, I want you to know that you are not alone if this is how you feel because I've never been one for really strongly mapping things out in a lot of senses. So when it comes to creative things, I can't decide between a really strong plan or a sort of flying by the seat of your pants approach. So I do love structure and organizations in things, but then I do find, like Jennifer says, that sometimes my creative side sort of rebels. You know, she likes to get inspired at strange times and she doesn't like not being able to change things. (laughs) And so I totally see where you're coming from with this question, Jennifer, in that sometimes you do get to something and you think, oh, why did I plan that out? You know, like I don't want to talk about that anymore. The thing that I want to say is that that is completely okay. But at the same time, if I try to completely wing it, I end up giving up and like just ghosting after a week or two because just winging it without any plan can be really exhausting as well. So I do think that you need some sort of plan or structure, but the level of that is up to you and how you feel works best. So that's where I also want to ask you, why do you think it's a negative thing to change your mind? Or why is changing your mind something that you don't want to do? There's no right or wrong answer here. Obviously, I just want you to ask that question of yourself. Because what would be interesting is to know whether you feel like there is something wrong with changing your mind rather than sticking to the plan. Like you've said in that question, do you feel like you should plan a certain amount ahead based on what other people say that they do? How does it leave you feeling when you're constantly changing your mind? Does that stress you out or does it stress you out more when you can't change your content? Do you want more creative input based on how you're feeling week to week rather than a month in advance. And why for you, why did you choose a month in advance? Again, is this something that someone suggested once? Um, Just sort of digging into why you feel like that's the correct way to plan because there is no correct way. The only correct way is the way that works for you. But What we don't want is that you feel stressed every week when you try to come up with content. And in that that case, it's much better to plan a month in advance if that's less stressful for you. But that doesn't help us solve why you feel like you want to change your mind. So it's important to dig into what you're feeling when you change your mind and what you change it to. Do you change it to other content or do you want to do something completely new when you're feeling that resistance to post what you had planned out for that week. So those would be my first suggestions to sit down and try and work through all those messy questions. So we're looking at why do you feel like that's how far in advance you should plan? How do you feel 
about that. And how do you feel when you say you're constantly changing your mind? How does that make you feel? What would feel better for you? That might help us answer how you want to plan in the future. So I also just want to say here that, you know, when we plan stuff as well, that is not carving in stone. We can change the plan and we can change it as often as we like. It just depends how that makes you feel. Obviously, we don't want you to feel stressed, but if you want to change your plan, there is absolutely no rule that says you can't change that as much as you like. So as I said, if I completely try to wing it with no plan, I find it really exhausting a week or two in. Um, It doesn't sort of let you catch up with things that are happening in the news or, you know, things that might make a funny meme, for example, or just how you're feeling week to week, changing workloads, things like that. You know, if you get really busy and you haven't created any content, you might not post anything and then you might feel stressed about that. For example, that's been my experience in the past. And I tend to sort of feel like there's always this looming sense that something is unfinished. But maybe what you are looking for is a sort of flexible plan that you can prepare in advance in a way, but also allows the flexibility for last minute ideas or changes in workload or changes in mood. So what I would say as well is that when you plan out your content, I'd be interested to know what that actually looks like. Does that look like you just listing topics? Are you actually making the content? Because it sort of has a different meaning for everybody. So when I plan out content, I like to go through a little process for it, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, And that sort of means that I feel like I've got the idea out there enough that I can put it away and come back to it later when I'm in a better frame of mind to actually create because I feel like that's two different sort of mindsets that I need to be in. Um, And as I said before, the amount that you plan or how far in advance you plan should be completely up to you and it's something that you might want to experiment with. But for Jennifer in particular and anyone who's feeling this way, I've come up with a bit of an idea that may help you it might be something to try so if you want to map out a month in advance for example could you use a planning system that makes it really easy for you to shuffle things around week to week so for example I plan with pen and paper first and then I put it into Asana and I use the calendar view so that when I inevitably change my mind because I do I can just drag and drop that topic into a new date. And I feel like that satisfies my visual need to have everything mapped out. So maybe try a few different ways of planning in that sense. But when we look at planning as well, what I always recommend is looking at planning in terms of how many pieces of content is that? So let's just say, for example, that you post three times a week on Instagram. So for the month, you would need to plan 12 posts, whether they're reels or feed posts, whatever. That doesn't really matter right now. So you need 12 pieces of content for the month. Perhaps what you could try instead of saying this week, I'm going to pick this and you know, assigning everything a date, for example, at the start of the month, maybe you could just come up with 12 ideas 
that you want to cover during the month. And then week to week, you can pick a combination of those that feel good at the time. That might satisfy a bit of that flexibility and allow you to change things throughout the week. You might not feel so hemmed in by the plan that past you made at the start of the month, for example. If you were doing that, what I like to do is, as I said, kind of give myself enough structure that I can come back to it later and know what I was going to talk about. (laughs) So, for example, you might say, this is a reel, this is the rough topic, and you might jot down in bullet points your rough ideas. So, I want a shot of this, a shot of this, a shot of this, this music for a reel, for example. And, you know, my text would say something like this, and you know that you're going to come back and change it. But an important part of that whole process for me is working out what the purpose of the post is. So, just giving a little note to yourself to say, is this something where I'm trying to make like shareable, uh, educational, maybe content that's quite attractive to new audiences that might get me in front of new people? Is this content that's going to help me nurture my current audience and connect with them? Or is this promotional content that's going to help me make a sale? So if you jot down next to each of those ideas that you have, what the purpose is, you know, is it to attract, to make a sale, to connect with your audience, then what you could do Instead of picking out your post based on the topics, you could look for a mix of one from each type of purpose, if that makes sense. Each week you could pick one sales related post, one that's going to connect with your audience and one that's hopefully going to attract new audience members. And then you would have a nice mix of all three throughout the weeks. Of course, you might want to have a different approach when you're doing a launch, which is going to be much more promotional. And you might want to plan that out and stick to that plan in advance because a launch has so many moving parts. That's fine. But perhaps try this for just your general content and doing it that way as well, making sure that you split up each purpose and you've got a nice mix in there means that you're not neglecting to promote things, for example, which as I've said in previous episodes, we're probably a bit guilty of not saying, hey, this is how you can buy from me enough. So for me, this is the sort of detailed bank of post ideas that you can then pull from each week. And this is actually similar to what I create for clients when I create content prompts for them. I give them a bit of an idea of, you know, what to put on each slide of the carousel, what the purpose is, what the call to action is, and then it's just up to them to create it, for example. And that's something I do with some of my content creation clients and they find that really helpful. But if you're not pinning down each topic to, you know, on the first Monday of the month, I'm going to post about this. Maybe that will help you still have the flexibility to feel like you're following your mood or your sort of creativity each week. I would love to know if you try this, Jennifer, if anybody tries this who's listening and what you think of it, if it helps. I cannot wait to hear if this helps you. Overall, when we're looking at content planning, as I've said, you really need to experiment and find something that works for you. And don't feel like there is a perfect way that you should be doing it, despite what ads from particular big names in the marketing industry might suggest. In the end of the day, they're probably trying to sell you a content marketing calendar or something like that. And that's absolutely fine. But don't think that there's only one way to plan. It really is based on what works best for you, whether that's pen and paper, whether that's a Google Doc, whether that's a particular type of planning software. 
You need to try things out until you find something that feels like it actually works. And when I say it works, for me, what I think about is it doesn't take the joy or the creativity out of making your marketing. It helps you feel like you've got everything under control and most of all brings that ease into content creation. It doesn't feel like a headache and it doesn't make you feel stressed about your content. So if at the moment how you plan your content or how you approach your content doesn't feel fun and it does feel stressful, then maybe it's time to reassess. And the main thing that I would ask you to ask yourself if you're feeling that way is what would feel easiest right now? What's the easiest way that I could approach this? It's such a simple question, but it's actually really difficult to answer sometimes if you are an overthinker and potential overplanner like me. And again, if you are feeling like you're changing your mind a lot with your content or you plan stuff and then you don't want to post it, maybe it's time to go back and ask yourself whether what you're talking about and the topics that you're covering actually is still right for you right now in your business, especially if you've pivoted recently or things are feeling a bit off. Go back and look at whether maybe you can change up your content. Maybe that's going to help you a little bit. Obviously, another thing that you can do to or you could look at is, you know, if you're feeling like, for example, you don't want to film reels because it takes a lot of energy. And I know there are easy way to do reels, but there's just been something about video and my energy levels in the past couple of months that have not gelled well, then maybe it's okay just to post carousels instead if that's easier. In coming back to social media myself, I've tried to schedule things more in advance and it's really hard to schedule reels, right? There's only a few social media services that allow you to 